Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, guys. I'm here for the Hollywood Life podcast. Welcome, everybody. And joining me today is my co-anchor, Allie Stagnita. Hey, Allie. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening in today. We have a really fun guest. Um, and make sure that you guys give us five stars and comment um, what you think about today's episode. Well, we do have a very fun guest, and she is a woman who has done many things and is juggling many things like <laughs> many of us. And we're going to talk all about it. Welcome, Ali Fatowski. Hi, how are you guys? Yes, five stars. Give the podcast five Woo! stars. Everybody go out there and do that. I love that. Thank you Thanks, so much Ali. for having Thank me. You. And listen, Ali, let me just ask you, do you go by Fatowski, Fatowski Mano or Ali Mano? So I'm now... Pretty much, I probably should have showed you guys that uh, earlier, but pr- pretty much Mano I'm going by now. I'm actually officially changing my Instagram handle this week. So I'm very excited oh, about that. Okay. Um, it's a little bit of a process to change your name on Instagram, but um, but yes, I'm officially doing that. So I will legally and, you know, and publicly be Ali Mano. <laughs> what made you make that decision? Um, you know, well, first my last name, it's like impossible. Well, my previous, my maiden last name. Um, I've always said like growing up, sorry, dad, I love you so much. Love your family name. Um, but I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I get married one day so I can change my last name. And then, you know, the bachelorette happened and everyone knew me as Allie Fedotowski. And, you know, I was oh, like, oh, gosh. Uh, oh, and I think I even mispronounced Fedotowski. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I, that's the thing. Everybody yeah. does. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, couldn't wait to change it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it took a little while just because so many people knew me as Fedotowski, but I was like, ah, let's just let's just go for it. This is my, my husband's name, my children's name. I want it to be my name in all ways. So love it. (laughs) Well, I hope he appreciates that. (laughs) They've taken your name. And I have to admit, I also had a very difficult um, name before I got married. And it took me a few years to change to Fuller because it was so much easier. Mano, Fuller, a lot easier. Yeah, totally. Easier for the kids, you know, when they go to school and they have to do, they spell their name and everything. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, my husband didn't care what I decided to do. He's like, you do you like whatever you want to do. Um, and I know, you know, some women choose not to change their name these days and that's awesome and great for them. And for me, honestly, it just came down to my kids. I was like, I want the last name that my kids have. And we could have given the kids Fedotowski Mano as their last name, but I wasn't about to do that to them. Fedotowski's long enough. I don't want to tag Mano onto the end of that. (laughs) So true. Um, now you know, we have you here today, courtesy of Bird's Eye Vegetables. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the partnership with them. 
Honestly, like I just love partnering with them. One of my, I always say my favorite mom hacks, right? Is like people are like, how do you get your kids to eat so much vegetables? And I was that like, oh my gosh, the, this is like my mom hack. I tell everybody this, you know, when my kids, I noticed when I put on a show for them or TV, which, you know, we need that time, watch a show. So mom can have her time. I noticed that they mindlessly eat, right? Like they just sort of like, are like, I'm hungry. The second a yeah. show goes on. So instead, like at first I'd be like, okay, I'd pop them a bowl of popcorn or something, right? For the movie. And now I'm like, oh, like, I, let's see what I can get them to eat. Cause they're not even like looking and thinking. So I just take the bird's eye steam fresh vegetables frozen in your freezer. They're like frozen as soon as they're um, picked. So they're like, you know, really fresh. right at their peak of freshness. And then you pop it in the microwave. So it's just like popcorn. It's as easy as popcorn, but then you give that the kids the broccoli, you know, I love the broccoli, <laughs> pop it and steam it. And my kids will like it's potato chips, eat broccoli while they're watching a show or movie. So it's like my number one mom hack. And I, the That's reason great. I love it so much with particularly the bird's eye vegetables is because you can steam them in the microwave in the bag. So it's just, it makes my life easier. <laughs> it's too crazy. That is such a smart idea. And I really hope there's a lot of moms who are listening today. Thank you. Yeah, listen guys, because <laughs> It is, it can become so hard to get kids to eat vegetables if you don't start, like when they're real babies and you're just feeding them out of the little jars, they eat everything. Mm -hmm. And then they decide, whoa, so that's a great idea. Yeah, it, it. it truly works. Like anyone listening who has kids, young kids, just try it. Like instead of giving them a bowl of popcorn for the popcorn, pop it in the microwave, give them the bowl of broccoli. They'll be like, hmm. And be, at first they might be like, this isn't popcorn. And then they just won't care because they'll just be back Pops into the show and just start popping it again. Right. Now, can you do that <laughs> to husbands too? <laughs> well, my husband eats better than I do. So if anything, he like needs to be doing it to me, but I'm sure it would work for all ages. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is honestly such great advice. Like Bonnie said, um, hopefully moms are listening and that. I love that. And they're going to go. That's such a great tip. How old are your kids now? Um, my daughter, Molly's five. She just started kindergarten. And Ooh. then my son, Riley's three. Um, so he's in preschool and, you know, they're fun ages right now. We're sort of, we're in this crazy transition stage, which so many people are, I feel like a lot of people are doing moving this, you know, I know Bonnie that you just moved and so many people are moving and we're currently in Nashville. Um, but we are like my background for anyone, you know, this is a podcast, but if, you could see the video or do see the video online. Um, this it's empty pretty much this house. Cause we're, we're literally moving out like yesterday, today and tomorrow. Um, and then me and my two kids, my five-year-old and my three-year-old, our dog, Owen and my husband, we're all moving into like a 250 square foot apartment. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. it's a tiny little room and thankfully it does have a separate bedroom so at least we can close the doors so the kids can go to bed um but until our house is is ready for us to move in we're sort of going to be in this transition mode uh so it should be interesting and how long do you expect to be there we don't know um we have no idea we've actually we were supposed like uh when we moved to nashville you know every like all the houses were going so fast so the way we actually got a house because the housing market it's crazy all over the it's country crazy it's yes. crazy all over the country we had the same thing yeah. Yeah. That's it is Nashville. I think Tennessee has the largest growth of any state this past year, like U-Haul or something said that like more U-Hauls did a one-way trip into Tennessee than any other state oh, um, in the country last year. So Nashville is particularly on the high end of that craziness. So the way we found our house is we were just driving around neighborhoods, like looking at houses that we like found on, um, you know, online 
and we saw this house just being framed up and it was like at the end of like a quaint little street and we're like oh my gosh what is that house so we like asked our realtor I'm like can we just go in she's like sure so we just like went on the property saw it fell in love and we figured out who the builder was and put in an offer and that's how we got our house like we I know I'm like oh you have to do crazy things yeah for sure but the problem with that is because it was just being framed you know they're like oh we think we're going to be done at the end of June and so we got this current rental we're in and we were supposed to move out at the beginning of July thinking we'd be in this house by June and now here we are you know almost in October (laughs) and we're not in the house yet so we've had luckily we've been able to this rental so many times, but they sold it while we were living here. Long story, but they're like, it's time. Like we need to get into our house. So <laughs> thankfully we can move into the little apartment in the back over their garage. Oh, and like all oh our stuff God. is in the garage and we have to like go through the <laughs> sea of packages even to get to the door to go. So it's going to be an adventure the next, however long I'm hoping they say early October we're moving in, but I don't know. So we'll see. Wow. Yeah. It's like so hard to get, um, the like resources right now. Like everything's just super delayed. I've yeah. Well, the shipping container crisis is happening. Like everyone listening, go get your holiday gifts right now. (laughs) From what I've heard, like holiday gifts are going to be really delayed this year because of all the shipping container delays. And then also just people getting sick. So like builders, their, their crews are getting sick, you know, so they're having to take two weeks off. And so there's a lot of, a lot of delays right now, but at the end of the day, you know, I just keep telling myself it's that this is a transition period. It's definitely, been a challenge for my family. I'm not going to lie, you know, being displaced, we moved here in January. So, and we never fully really moved in Mm because we thought we were only going to be here a few months. So we, and then we thought after that, Oh, it just got delayed a month. It just got delayed a month. And it just, right. so, so we never, never really get boxes. So you're always like looking for stuff. Totally. Like we never fully unpacked or anything. So um, I just keep reminding myself, like, I'm grateful we have each other and our health and a yes. roof over our heads. And like, as long as we have all those things, we have everything we need. Like even sometimes my daughter, Molly, she's the sweetest. She'll remind me and say, mommy, we have everything we need as long as we have love. Right. And I'm like, Oh, oh yes. So, so true. So sweet. Now and how has, Oh, I'm sorry, Allie, go ahead. I was just going to say, and she thinks that way because she eats her bird's eye vegetable. <laughs> right. Her brain prepared by her mom. <laughs> and and her mom. How has, how has transition to school been, you know, with, because these are not normal days. Yeah. And so how has that been? And are they, do you feel comfortable with the safety measures? Yeah. So models was really great. You know, all the kids wear masks and we get weekly um, COVID updates of like how many active cases there are, who's in quarantine. Actually, I think the last update we got said there was only one child in the whole school that was in quarantine, oh, which is great. great. Um, so I feel really good about that. Um, my son's school actually a few weeks ago, we had to like, he's home right now because there was someone in the class who, um, who got COVID. So they had to quarantine all the kids. So it's a challenge in the sense of like, you don't know what tomorrow brings, right? Like, you know, you're like, are my kids going to school tomorrow? Or are they not? Like I could get an email tonight and everything changes and, you know, it's a change on your plan. So it's definitely, you know, for so many parents out there, you know, I'm lucky that I work for at home for myself so that I can be more flexible. I think about the moms and dads out there who have to be at their office and then they get the call that their kid can't go to school. So I, every day, just am thankful that I have more of a flexible schedule, but I know so many don't, uh, but I do feel very safe with the precautions that like my particular kids' schools are taking. 
Definitely. Really, really glad to hear that. I mean, these are very challenging times for parent for parents, for everybody. For sure, for sure. I think like, you know, it's funny the other day because my son has to, it's it's really interesting, the CDC guidelines actually, and I'm no expert, so don't like quote me on this, but like if you are if you're in contact with somebody with COVID, you have to quarantine. But if you're a contact of a contact, you don't have to. So like my yeah. daughter doesn't have to. So it's really interesting how it all works. Um, but one thing I said the other day, you know, my birthday was like recently and I, because my son having to, um, be quarantined, we can't, um, we can't leave him with a sitter, right? Like I can go places and do things. And obviously I, I you know, I always wear my mask, but, but he can't. So, um, and thankfully, actually, I think as of yesterday, we we're out of the window, so he's no longer quarantined. But anyway, um, it was my birthday and my husband and I had plans to like go out and have dinner and like enjoy, you know, my birthday. And then my girlfriends here in Nashville invited me over and they're like, we want to do a little party and I couldn't do it. And it was so defeating. And it's funny because it's not a huge deal, right? Okay. I couldn't go out to dinner, big whoop. Right. But I think I was talking to a friend the other day and I think just because this has gone on, like we've all been dealing with this for so long, right. The little things feel like big things now. Yeah. You know, like I, last year, my birthday, I was like, whatever, like, I don't care. Let's see it. And we're home. But this year I'm just like, oh, I just want to go out to dinner and not have to sit like, what? it just, the little things just feel bigger. I couldn't agree more with that. I absolutely, especially after being in for a year, you're like, I want to go do something. And even for him, it probably is really scary having to be like, why am I, you know, hard to understand. Yeah. Well, he's also like, yay, I get to stay home with mom and dad. All the <laughs> right. Time. True, true. Loving that. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's a challenge for everybody. I think it's absolutely <laughs> a challenge for everybody and everyone to stay safe. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully things will improve as people do what they should be doing. For right. sure. Um, so let, let's talk about what else you're, you're working on these days. You're working from home. Yeah. Um, now I know that, you know, you were the bachelorette, but you're not like so on top of, of the bachelor, but you know, Allie and I were talking about how much it's changed in the last, the last several years and how it just seems like there's so many more people going on both bachelor and bachelor in paradise that are just doing it to increase their own, like, uh, their clout. Following. Their, their fame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that- I'm telling you, if I went on right now, that's what I'd be thinking about. you know I mean it is like you know when I went on the show you're I mean gosh it's been like 10 11 years at this point I nobody goes on the show and I've said this from day one for a decade I've said this nobody goes on the show looking like thinking they're gonna find love let me put it that way maybe you're looking for love and hoping you find love but like you don't believe it could work like anyone who's like oh my gosh no I'm going on because I'm gonna fall in love like you're like, it could happen, but really this is just going to be a cool adventure. That's why I went on. And I would say 95% of people go in with that same attitude. Then when you're there, you realize, oh my gosh, this could work. I could really find love. Right. So what's changed, I think over the last decade is that, um, now it's, I'm going to go on, have a good time. Still, I'm going to go on and have a good time, but oh my gosh, I'm going to become internet famous. Like Mm -hmm. this is super exciting. And then when they're there, you're like, oh my gosh, this could still work and I could find love. So I think it will still be okay. The show, I still think it will, it it will do what it's supposed to do in the sense that people, nobody has ever gone on the show really just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to meet my husband 
on this show. Um, well, you hope it, but you don't think it's the people say they're doing that. The bachelors, and the bachelorette, oh, right? They yeah. You know, well, when you're the bachelor, bachelorette, that's yeah. different. Like once yeah. you're the lead, then for sure, like, you know, the experience can work. You go on, you want to be it. You want to find love and you know that it can work for you. So yeah, it's weird. It's like, so yes, I do think people are doing it for fame. I do think they're doing it for followers for sure. They, I mean, you ha- again, I would think the same thing if I was going on right now, I'm a businesswoman. All right. Like yeah. Instagram is now people's jobs. And if you can be very successful on Instagram, especially the thing is now, like when I was on the show, Instagram didn't exist. That's right. So, or maybe it did, but it was like a sepia filter and like you used it just for the sepia filter on and you posted on Facebook or something. So for now you go on and you can come out instantly with a million followers. So you can instantly have a job from Instagram. So if I were going on right now, I for sure would think all right, I'm going to try to get some followers from this. And then when you're there, you're like, oh, wow, I could fall in love. So as long as the people. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't try to stay longer just for the Instagram followers. I think it's good, but the problem is people try to stay longer for the Instagram followers. So, well, and that makes it really hard. I mean, you see it happening every season with Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like you see them worried and trying to figure out like who is there, who's really there for them and to find love or just there to become famous or to become the next bachelor or the next bachelorette. Yeah. I think ultimately you got, you can, you will sense that as the bachelor or the bachelorette, you know, like, you know, like even when I did it, I just remember like knowing who wasn't really into me. Right. And maybe I didn't send them home the first week. Cause they were like, entertaining. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll keep the wrestler around because he's entertaining and whatever. Um, but I do think that the people that you end up with the end, you, you have enough time with them to kind of know whether or not they're really into you, but can you tell from the kissing (laughs) physicality? I feel like you can just tell by, I don't know. I guess I've been duped before. And a lot of people have been duped. If a guy's sly enough, maybe, or a girl, you know, you could be completely blindsided and duped, but I guess for me, I could tell my genuine relationships, you know, like just like for, for the same reason, it's almost like something you can't explain for the same reason you could like chemistry, right? You could say, I have chemistry with this person and not with this person. Well, what do you mean? How do you explain chemistry? You can't like, you just have this feeling no. you can tell. So I feel like this, that's the same way with like, who's there for followers and who's not. But then again, some people are just very good at, so you don't you know making you feel a certain way so I guess you don't really know good actors and good kissers yeah Yeah. (laughs) right (laughs) well and you know it is like you said Instagram and you know Twitter as much like wasn't necessarily as around when you were on the show and obviously we know Michelle has already shot her season of The Bachelorette um but now as you know she prepares to watch the show back and that is usually when fans you know sleuth and they find things about these contestants and things like that what yeah. advice do you have for her as just you know to like 
sit and be and take it all in and not let the noise bother her. And maybe find real love. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at this point, again, yeah, the show is sort of done and wrapped. I think for finding real love, she just has to give everybody a shot. Like I always, my number one advice, and I say this every season is, figure out who you really like at the beginning, right? Like, and then ignore them. <laughs> like, because Not because you want to play games. I don't believe in games at all. Um, but because you know that person's going to stick around because you're really into them, give yourself a chance to really like get to know the people that maybe you weren't as initially drawn to. Mm -hmm. You have plenty of time with that person who you're like, you know, you're into. Um, and then now that it's done and it's wrapped in terms of like social media and everything. I mean, for me, the only stuff I really dealt with back in the day was like message boards, right? <laughs> like, like Reddit, you know, like chat rooms, like right. where they have like, like kind of like Reddit, like message boards. Um, you have to stay away from it. Like she yeah. can't read her comments. She can't read her. Like you just have to post Instagram and then shut it down. Like yeah. that's it. Like you just can't because it's overwhelming. Like for me, I, you know, was a bachelor a long time ago, time passed. And then I started doing the bachelor podcast The like me yes. and Rachel Lindsay were the first two hosts of the bachelor podcast. And one thing that was very clear to me when I started doing that podcast was, oh my gosh, I'm getting thrown back into the bachelor, like Universe. not even spotlight. Like it was just the podcast of the bachelor. It wasn't even the spotlight of the show. I just remember getting so much like negativity and hate all of a sudden that I hadn't gotten in years. And it made me realize like, oh my gosh, the level of hate that these contestants deal with now is so extreme. And I just got a little slice of it doing that podcast for a little bit. It is so scary for those contestants' mental health. Yeah. Um, it's scary for, you know, just what these contestants have to take on. Like I, my advice would be get off social media, post, yeah. close it, don't read yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think that's really, really good advice. I don't understand why but it's I mean there's just so much hate out there and hating on and I guess the anonymity of it all yeah allows yeah. people to do this it's yeah really sad. I mean it really like you know every a question I've gotten throughout the years especially since I became a mom is would you let your daughter become the bachelorette and I've always been like yes oh my gosh no question like I it was one of the best things of my life like such a great experience my answer has now started to change, you know, because I've realized, oh my gosh, I never want my daughter to have to go through that kind of hate and stuff. So now would I say no, not necessarily things change and I'm always open-minded, never say never, but like, I would think twice before wanting my, my daughter to go on the show at this point, just because of the hate. Yeah, it is. It's really tough. I saw the other day, one of the bachelor in paradise contestants, you know, tweeted after the episode, she was like, I try to be vulnerable on here. I try my best. And like, you all are not like, I don't understand what the responses are anymore. And it's really, you know, it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be a fun show about falling in love and relationships and hope. And, you know, it's not supposed to be like that. And so hopefully I, you know, the fan base can, you know, revive I, itself. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I think they just can't, I agree with Allie. They just can't read it because I mean, look at, yeah. there has been a lot of love that has come out of that yes. show. Um, I mean, Rachel Lindsay met her husband. She's very happily mm -hmm. married. Um, Ashley and Jared. You know, yep. had, <laughs> I mean, yep. their relationship was so like, you could identify so much of Ashley knowing he's the one and he just didn't <laughs> see it for so Such long. A stubborn like, boy. So many relationships. 
that end up working out, which it's kind of surprising. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, more and more, it's great to see, and I'm happy to see it. Um, more relationships from the show working out. I think, I don't know if that's a casting thing. Like if the producers right. now are really focusing more on that and less on like the entertainment cast. Mm -hmm. um, Cause there is different people. Like I knew right away in my season who was cast for me and who was cast to be yeah, right. like the, the, show, yeah. the drama or whatever. So right. I think, you know, that probably has a lot to do with casting. I think it has a lot to do with Bachelor in Paradise because Bachelor in Paradise lets you choose like mm -hmm. from all the people rather than like, you know, there's just, it just, yeah, it's just, I, in me and you have more time together, I feel like on Bachelor in Paradise. So yeah, I think we see more and more couples from the show and, you know, it's changed for sure, but it's still great. The only reason I'm not watching right now, like everyone's like, why aren't you watching? I'm like, because I'm in the middle of like chaos. I was going to say, you're, you're a little busy. I don't blame yeah. you. <laughs> With the move and everything going on. Like once we're settled in our house, like I for sure want to start watching it. And I just, I so badly want to watch Michelle's season. So I am going to try. I'm hoping we'll be in our house and I'll be able to watch. Okay. Well, we'll definitely have to circle back to you then. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Now, what else you said, like you're a businesswoman, you're working at a home. What else are you? working on that we need to know about me I mean right now you know I, some people you know I always get the question on Instagram what is your job and I was like I, you know one my job a lot of my job is Instagram is create content for Instagram do that I run a website a blog that I consistently blog on that I edit I have to have a tech team make sure everything's right do all the links um, I have a hair accessory line in Walgreens with Scunsy that I do yeah. um, you know I'm a mom I am yeah. like uh, that is a, you know, even with my kids in school, okay, sometimes yeah. with the pandemic, a, some, a lot of times they're not. So I'm a mom, I'm cooking dinner, you know, which actually speaking of, I've started doing a lot more um, like recipes and stuff on my Instagram. So I hope people check those out. I'll There's actually some out. with the bird's eye vegetables. So easy. There's like this curry dish that I posted recently. Um, yeah where it's a one pan dish where you just throw, you like steam the vegetables, microwave, throw them in the dish with some spices and then other things in your pantry. That is so good. So definitely check that out. It's a great way to get like a really veggie packed nutrient dish, which I love with the bird's eye vegetables. Um, what else? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I just, I, I have a lot of different hats sort of that I wear. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to hopefully have some more hats moving forward and start some new things. So and are you, you know, you were very open about you had a miscarriage um, mm -hmm. and you were very open about that. And I think that's so helpful to other women. Um, and I, and, you know, I, how are you guys thinking potentially to try again or with all the move and everything? Is that yeah. on hold? We're not. I mean, we, we were like for a while thinking like, okay, maybe we'd add a third um, and I wanted to be open about it because I think like everybody processes it differently. Right. And for me, like I wasn't expecting like how emotional the experience was like, I, you know, I never want to sort of, um, just quantify my grief versus somebody else's versus a timeline of a, uh, miscarriage. But I think given like the stage at mine happened, I didn't, wasn't expecting to feel as emotional as I was. And I did. And I thought, okay, I need to like talk about this because I think for me, you know, the shame, like, like I had shame. And I think what the shame was, I always thought like when women would talk about miscarriages, like shame, I was like, Oh, do they think it's because of their body? Like, Oh, that's so sad. I hope they don't think that. So that's what I thought whenever I would hear that. 
But for me, what I felt shameful about, and that's the reason I wanted to talk about it was because my shame came from feeling like I didn't deserve to feel sad about it because my mine happened early or, you know, or like we weren't like actively trying at the time. So why do I have a right to feel sad about this? That's like where my shame came, came from. So it wasn't what I was expecting. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. So other women could feel more comfortable talking about it as well. And just to sort of say like, I see you, I feel you, I, I hear you. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of next steps with our family, I, um, we're happy. Like, I, I feel like you know, my son is three now, my daughter's five. We feel like we're kind of coming out of that, like really physically tough stage of parenthood. I know emotionally parenthood changes and turns into something else as they get older and puberty and teenagers and all of that. But I don't, I just feel like, all right, I don't know that we can go back. So I don't think there will be any expanding of the family. <laughs> I think it was so great. Um, really how you opened up and, and gave maybe a new perspective to, um, you know, miscarriages and, and anytime anyone speaks out about them, I think it helps, you know, release the stigma of it that, you know, five years ago, nobody talked about it. And so thank you for using your platform in that way. Yes. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's so common and so common. It happens. It happens like what's the, to one in three women. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's so important that women do speak out and because it should not be stigmatized. So yes, I thank you also for being open and honest and sharing your feelings about it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Yeah, I'm happy to. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, that's part of when I think about you, like we're always very open and honest about your life and the challenges that you faced. Yeah. I'm an open book. I always say that back in the day, you know, my friends used to joke with me that we'd go out for a weekend and then they'd open their Facebook in the morning and be like, Kelly Petitowski has tagged 392 photos of you. <laughs> I'm like, I've always, I've always been a share. Like I've always just sort of put it out there. Like, you know, some people are more private. I, I like to share. So I will probably always do that. <laughs> Well, well thank I think you for that. I, I would, yes, thank you. And I think we're look forward to seeing you share your adventures in your 250 square foot apartment. <laughs> ready. Let's see Let's that. Talk about full house. Like uh, you could do your own version. I know, I know. It will be interesting. Uh, maybe I'll have like some, you know, little tiny house like storage solutions or like I'll have to like yes. figure out some things to blog about <laughs> you can do like those mini fridge restocks um that are like so big on tiktok those like it's actually there is restocks. a full fridge so but I'm very perfect. thankful for that there's a full fridge mm -hmm. it might be 300 square feet I don't know all I know is it's like a little kitchenette with a little tiny love seat and then like a bedroom so it's it is, if I was in there by myself, I would be extremely cozy and loving every second of it, yes. but with two children and a dog <laughs> and my husband, it's going to be, it's going to be an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Allie, we really wish you the best. Thank we you. We wish you the best for your, your tiny apartment adventures <laughs> and moving Thank through you. your 
fabulous new dream home. Thank and you. Um, thank you for sharing, um, you know, everything that we've talked about. And, uh, you know, everybody can get their bird's eye vegetables. And I want to try the snack like myself, because honestly, I'm telling you one of the best things for like me too. like people, a lot of times will ask me like, oh, you know, what do you eat and stuff like that? I'm vegetarian. I eat what's convenient, right? So like I'll make a bowl of pasta in the morning because it's an easy bowl of pasta. <laughs> for me, like like the people, because I eat pasta for breakfast a lot, like having the bird's eye vegetables that you can steam in the bag really easy, it will make you eat more veggies because yeah. of the convenience. So I seriously check them out. They're just convenient, delicious, nutritious. You love them. <laughs> Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you for everything. And we Thank will definitely you. be catching up with you soon. All right. Perfect. Thank you guys. Thank you, Allie. Okay. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank Have a good you. day. You Bye, too. Guys. Bye.